0: Presented by AT and T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to How Stuff Works. Now, I'm your host, Lauren Vogelbaum, a researcher and writer here at How Stuff Works. Every week, I'm bringing you three stories from our team about the weird and wondrous advances we've seen in science, technology, and culture. This week, pregnancy brain is real, and researchers think they know how and why it works. Unrelated, science has an answer for that ever-burning question. How long should I go before I wash my bath towel? But first, a more serious story from our own writer and editor, Yves Jeffcoat. A study into the connections among users and victims of guns has demonstrated that gun violence is contagious, like a disease. Learning more about how this violence spreads could lead to innovations in preventing it. In
2: 2016 there were nearly 58,000 incidents of gun violence in the United States. The U.S. ranks high on lists comparing countries' rates of gun deaths, and many of the most deadly mass shootings in the States occurred in the last several years. But despite the alarming stats, scientists claim gun violence research is underpublished and underfunded compared with other leading causes of death. That's partially due to NRA-backed legislative restrictions that discourage agencies like the CDC and National Institutes of Health from using public funds on gun violence research. A new study makes the case for more research by showing that gun violence is a public health issue. In the study, published in JAMA Internal Medicine, researchers from Yale and Harvard universities found that gun violence spreads like a contagious disease through social interactions. They examined the pool of people arrested from 2006 to 2014 in Chicago, a city whose gun violence rates are above the national average. From that population, researchers identified cases of death and injury by gunshot. By linking people who co-offended or were arrested together for the same crime, the study authors created a social network of over 11,000 episodes of gun violence that affected nearly 10,000 people. Think of co-offending as a vehicle for the disease, like sex or sharing needles in other epidemics. The researchers acknowledged that because they used only co-offending as a social tie, without considering relationships like friendship or employment, the study is limited. Based on the social contagion model the researchers created, 63.1 percent of the gun violence incidents in the network were influenced by infectors who exposed others to the risk of being shot. This suggests that people are more likely to be shot after associating with a shooting victim, especially when the interaction involves an offense. And in true contagion fashion, gun violence even has an incubation period. On average, the infected subjects of gun violence were shot 125 days after their infector was shot. The authors ruled out homophily, the tendency to hang out with similar people, as an explanation for the close social ties of people affected by gun violence. In other words, these shooting patterns didn't occur because the peers were already alike, but because one person's behavior rubbed off on the other. It may seem obvious that we influence the behaviors and opinions of people we're close to, but efforts to stem gun violence usually focus on demographics like age, sex, and neighborhood, which puts extra pressure on disadvantaged minority communities. In the study, a model that combines social contagion and demographics perform better at predicting gun violence subjects than the separate social contagion and demographics models. Because of this, the authors say that law enforcement and health professionals could better predict and prevent shootings by considering both factors. This isn't the first time people have recognized firearm violence as an epidemic, though. In 2016, the American Medical Association called it a public health crisis, and prior research has studied how gun violence spreads through social relationships. But as gun-related crimes and the debate over stricter gun laws continue, any scientific step toward better violence prevention is invaluable.
0: Next up, staff editor Christopher Hasiotis and our freelance writer Lori L. Dove bring us the story behind pregnancy brain. If you've ever known or been a pregnant woman who has become a bit more forgetful than usual, there's a reason for that, and the effects last longer than we thought.
1: Perhaps you're familiar with the so-called momnesia that can occur during a pregnancy, not to mention the sweeping hormonal, emotional, chemical, and physical changes both external and in. But a new study published in the journal natural neuroscience contends that pregnancy alters regions of the brain for up to two years after a woman gives birth why well the changes serve an incredibly useful purpose aiding a mother's ability to bond with and give undivided attention to a newborn and just the newborn so what actually happens to the brain of a pregnant mother-to-be the changes involve the pruning of the size and structure of certain areas of the brain that process social information such as the feelings, intentions, thoughts, or even the beliefs of others. This lets the new mom put other things on the back burner to help up the odds of the newborn's survival. Using magnetic resonance imaging, or MRI scanning, a team out of the Autonomous University of Barcelona in Spain analyzed the brains of 25 first-time mothers before and after their pregnancies, as well as those of 19 of their male partners. The team also looked at a control group of 20 women who had never been pregnant, as well as 17 additional male partners. Over a five-year period, the researchers took MRI scans of the study participants at regular intervals, and these scans revealed changes in the pregnant women's brains. Specifically, there was a reduction in gray matter in the prefrontal and temporal cortexes, which are the areas that correspond with social cognition and self-focused processing. Interestingly, these deficits did not create a cognitive struggle, but actually enhanced certain functions. The changes to pregnant women's brains, as shown in the scans, were so prevalent and so consistent that scientists could tell whether a woman had been pregnant before just by looking at a brain scan. Scientists also could predict a mother's level of attachment to her newborn based on these brain changes and scans. According to the study's lead scientist, the findings point to an adaptive process related to the benefits of detecting the needs of the child, such as identifying the newborn's emotional state. So if a new mother in your life seems brusque, distracted, Or otherwise scatterbrained, you've got the trial and error process of evolution to thank.
0: Finally this week, senior editor Catherine Whitburn and our freelance writer Alia Hoyt delve into some bathroom science. We all know that our bath towels have limited lifespans between washes. How often is often enough?
3: For many people, a weekly bath towel change is the norm. After all, you're clean from your nice hot shower. So how bad could your towel get, right? Well, although your body's feeling delightfully fresh, the average towel collects tens of millions of dead skin cells as well as any fungi or bacteria that survived your scrub down. Since your private parts also come in contact with your towel, urinary and anal secretions are also transferred to it. Ew. Worse, most toilets aren't all that far away from the shower and droplets of toilet water have been known to reach far and wide when flushed, leaving your damp hanging towel at risk. Speaking of damp, every moment that a towel is left out to dry, it allows germs to multiply unchecked. The humid atmosphere that's so common to bathroom areas is perfect for encouraging the growth of mildew and other undesirable stuff. So don't leave your wet towel on the floor or scrunched up on the towel bar. Hang it spread out so it can dry completely. Speed up the drying process by opening a window or turning on the bathroom fan. And if the towel starts to smell funky, that means mildew is a thriving and it definitely needs to go in the laundry. So because of all those germs, bacteria, and mildew, the experts say you should go no more than three uses without washing your bath towel. And you should wash it in warm or hot water, detergent, and some color-safe bleach. Three times? That's all? Who knew?
0: show for this week thank you so much for tuning in especially caroline a fellow hufflepuff caroline my patronus is apparently a basset hound further thanks to our audio producer dylan fagan and our editorial liaison allison loudermilk subscribe to now now for more of the latest science news and send us links to anything you'd like to hear us cover plus a comic book you're reading or rereading i just got into the walking dead you can send us an email at now podcast at howstuffworks.com and of course for lots more stories like these, head on over to our home planet, now.howstuffworks.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Teva. perfect home sweet home
1: Picasso knows
2: your vacation home is your best home it's the place that brings family and friends together, it's where you're the best version of yourself, Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations listings start at 200k for 1 8th ownership Picasso does all the work for you